Live on SEN Track, this is Race Car with Gareth Hall. Text in anytime on 0499 736 736. And for all today's tips, head to the Track Hub on the SEN app. It's not unusual to see me Welcome back to Race Card on this Saturday morning on SEN Track right across the country. Thanks to Ladbrokes, who's making every race this Saturday even more exciting. Download the app today and Ladbroke it. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. He's Dean Shadow's right-hand man these days, Adam Hamilton. He joins us. He'll be at the, he'll be at the sales tonight, I think, and tomorrow. Good morning to you, Adam. You're with Gareth Hall, of course. David Brick and Greg Mitchell on this um, Saturday morning, mate. And um, you'd have your... You've got your pockets full, ready to buy up at these sales, I would imagine. Well, I'll certainly be going out to have a uh, to have a good look, Gareth. Uh, look, the catalogue looks outstanding, and yeah, morning to Greg and David, who are doing such a great job with Queensland harness racing in general. There's just a tremendous buzz around, and uh, yeah, it was remarkable last night to bump into two of the great legends of New Zealand harness racing who've come across for the sales in brothers Mark Purden and Barry Purden. So that shows the reach that, that the sales are getting to. Really looking forward to getting out there for a bit of a function this afternoon, Gareth, and, and then, the, then the parade and the sales themselves tomorrow. So, yeah, terrific weekend. Adam, in your time covering the sport, um, Queensland has always been a proud harness racing state, but, um, and I'm not just saying this because the... Greg and Bricky with me, but they might be in five years' time, they could be the number one state the way that they're going. Well, there's so there's so many exciting things. You know, Queensland racing is in a healthy state in general. And look, the guys can talk more to this themselves, but this is as a, someone who has observed from afar for a lot of the time, and, and I must say, been to some tremendous carnivals and inter-dominions up here in Queensland, but never in my time, and you know, oh, I'm no spring chicken. I've been covering the game for about 30 years or so, but this is the greatest vibe there's been around Queensland harness racing. And, you know, at that little bit of time to wait for the new track, but the new track brings with it a whole new generational opportunity for harness racing in this state. It's positioned in between the Gold Coast and Brisbane. It's going to be a, a, a centre of excellence for training as well. I've got absolutely no doubt that some of the biggest names in Australasian harness racing will seriously look at, at making Queensland home once the new track is set up. It's, it just makes sense to do so. Now, Greg, what about the Inter-Dominion? Um, it's at the end of the year. I'm surprised you didn't... Like, could you change it to the, to the middle part of the year? Um, not, not, not could we. Yeah. We should. Yeah. And... The I find it. I find it. Oh. I, it's it just. I can't work it out. Like yeah. it's yeah. such a busy time, and then you want horses travelling to Queensland and back in the middle of summer, um, and then you got that famous carnival that everybody can have a little bit of a holiday and do what the Inter Dominion was designed to do to bring people together to have two weeks um, and get to see the best horses compete against each other, and having it in the latter part of December doesn't allow that. It's a no-brainer. And, and again, as I said earlier, the sport needs to evolve and innovate. And the people on these committees that are making these decisions of when Inter-Dominion should be run need to get with the times. Who 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 are those people? Oh, that's probably one for Bricky. From a host point of view, 
that agreement initially was with Harness Racing New South Wales and HRV and Harness Racing New Zealand at the time when they put the tender bid to HRA. So that's probably the starting point. We've bought into that with New Zealand moving out. Uh, we certainly said we're open to having a look at other times of the year. Obviously, from this year point of view, there wasn't really enough time to be able to do that. And we also had some irons in the fire for our own carnival as well. So I think it's certainly something that we're open to discuss. Uh, we do think there's room, though, for us to invest in carnivals at different times of the year, though. And that's one yeah. thing that we do see from our point of view. We have a really big winter, but through until the, our summer carnival is not as big. So having the Inter there provides us the opportunity. And look, I think it, it provides us an opportunity this year to see how it goes. If, uh, if it's not a, uh, a success in terms of what we're aiming to achieve, then that's something that we'll certainly look at. But we've got to do that in conjunction with the other partners. So I'm just trying to work it out now. You'll have the New Zealand Cup and then the Kiwis might come across to Brisbane. But in between that, you've got a host of feature racing in Victoria. Um, and then... No chance getting WA horses because they've got their Fremantle and WA Pacing Cup at them. I, I, I think it's like, I don't know, I'm, I've got respect for administrators, Adam, but sitting on that board, making a decision, moving that, that into Dominion to Queensland and think that this is going to be the best for Harness Racing's biggest race, well, it's just, I can't fathom. I, it's just, I, it's hard to believe, mate. How does that happen? Yeah, look, the Inter-Dominion is as close to my heart as anything in harness racing. It's, it's what got me into the sport. And, you know, I was asked to present only a couple of weeks ago to a group of people about, you know, the defining moments in my time covering the sport. And the vast majority, not the vast majority, about 90% of those were Inter-Dominions. But the Inter-Dominion is not what it was. And it's not suited in the in the place on the calendar that it is but um but there's a broader piece to it it's not just as simple as one state saying we're going to move it and we're going to run it in this time slot it requires uh consultation and uniformity between the states to agree on it and you know i think the biggest thing about the inter-dominion is that well two biggest things the state money's an absolute embarrassment, but there's a raft of reasons why it's still sitting um, at such a low level. And I'm not in, not in any way having a crack at Queensland for that because it's part of a broader structure which sets the state money. So, um, but the, the most concerning thing about the Inter-Dominion is that it is the greatest brand the sport has got. It's the biggest thing. that We've got two almighty brands in harness racing. We saw the leveraging of one of them last weekend, the Miracle Mile, because as Andy and Kate Gaff were saying, they've won a Hunter Cup before, but they've never, never got the exposure they've got like winning a Miracle Mile with Catch a Wave. But the Inter-Dominion is even bigger than that. If you walk into a room of thoroughbred people and ask them to tell you the biggest race in harness racing, 98% of them are going to say the Inter-Dominion. But it's, it's, it's nowhere near as loved widely by the industry and looked after widely by the industry as it should be, Gareth. Yeah, I can't understand that, Bricky. Well, let us have a crack this year, Gareth, and we'll have a chat. No, I'm backing you December. in. That's why I'm bringing it up. Because, yeah, no. um, well, can I throw up one thing here? Can I throw yeah. up one thing here about the Inter-Dominion? I genuinely think there should be consideration instead of... I know history saw it as a rotational event, 
But I think it's getting very close to the time where we actually need to find a home for the Inter-Dominion. And I'm interested in your thoughts on this, Bricky and Greg, because whilst you guys love the Inter-Dominion and I love it, it's hard to throw the kitchen sink at it financially, marketing-wise, when you don't have it every year, isn't it? Because you, you're, you invest so heavily in one event but you don't get the flow on to try and get the people to come year after year to it because it goes to a different city. Yeah, it's a good point, Adam. I think that's the challenge for us in terms of people saying, well, you know, put it into to winter. Obviously, we've done a hell of a lot of work around our constellations, so we've got to be mindful of that product. And it's no different, as you said, for other states. So if it's in one state, it probably provides the opportunity for them to bring it into their calendar as to how it fits and, and work in nationally. And, you know, we're certainly open to that discussion with, uh, the Inter-Dominion Event Council and the other states uh, and we want to be part of the solution to the Inter-Dominion. You know, as you said, I'm similar to yourself in terms of someone who grew up with the Inter-Dominion as something that you'd listen to sometimes. You know, I remember listening on the, the ABC, used to cover it when I was on you know, holidays and things like that. That's the, that's the reach that it had when I was a, a, a young kid. So you certainly uh, have that association with it and, and it's a proud brand and one, as you said, that it still is the number one brand from a harness racing point of view. So we want to be part of that solution. As you said, I think you know the, the prize money is one significant part of that, particularly when we have a look at harness racing prize money, but then there are other codes. And when you're speaking to people outside the sport, when you talk about the level of prize money, uh, while that doesn't mean everything, I think there's, you know, there's certainly an expectation as to what level of prize money goes with a, you know, a serious race, whether it be harness, greyhounds or, or, uh, or thoroughbreds. I reckon in the middle part of the year, the blacks are faking Inter-Dominion has a nice ring to it. I think David's been a little bit diplomatic. Let's yeah. be frank. The Inter-Dominion is the single best thing this sport's got to promote, yeah. and it's the most neglected Correct. by this industry. I think it needs to be given to one state, Queensland, Correct. for 10 years, locked into a, a, a date which is either win a carnival or, I'm saying, September in between that and the summer, um, working with the other states. So there is zero clashes around the free-for-all horses that can attend and New Zealand and increase the prize money to the level that it deserves. And as Adam said, anyone you talk to, and we need to take this into account, although it's our industry's biggest event, it's also, you talk to people outside the industry, it's the only event they know. Yeah. And we need to put it back where it deserves to be. It's the pub test. If you go into a pub today and you go, what's Harness Racing's biggest race? They say the Inter-Dominion. Um, yeah, I think it's important that everyone gets around the table. And I know that they've got their states to look after. But you say, oh, how, like, Harness Racing needs to work together. Um, and unfortunately, they haven't got the market. So, like, if Victoria wanted the Inter-Dominion, then they sacrifice the Hunter Cup. Or the, the Harness Racing New South Wales don't want to sacrifice the Miracle Mile. But Queensland's got an opportunity. You've got the Blacks of Fake, but you could make the Blacks of Fake into the Blacks of Fake into Dominion, and that could be your biggest race, and that would um, be great for the sport. Middle part of the year, everybody can turn up to Queensland um, for a winter. It'll be a three weeks to remember. Um, so hopefully that gets, that gets done. We are running out of time. Um, so get to the sales. If you're listening in Victoria, New South Wales, WA, in Tassie, um, well, New Zealand, you can buy online. It's pretty easy to do that with Nutri and Equine and um, hopefully we can look after the, well, the vendors can get rewarded for all of the hard work that they've put in. Great. Yeah, no, 100% Gareth. Anyone that's not able to attend, get online, ring Mark Barton, register. The, the, the sale's live streamed. Um, 
that something again that we're trying new that hasn't been done at a sale anywhere that we know of in, in harness racing is a lot of the reserves are, g- are going to be advertised so people know what 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 people are expecting which is great i think i well, think it's great i think yeah. people know okay and uh, craig judd's put his prices up already and, and they've surprised me and i'm now going to look at two of his horses that i thought i wouldn't be able to afford yeah. so i think it's going to be a really interesting innovative sale and um, anyone needs any help, just ring Mark Barton and uh, get on board. Well done, mate, with your club, Albion Park. And Bricky, I tell you what, I can't believe Victoria let you go. No, well, I'm, I'm a proud Queenslander now, Gareth. Yep. And if I could just say, after the sale, make sure those that haven't bought a horse or if they've got some money to spend or if there's a few vendors that have got some money to spend, there's a slot auction after for the for our part of the Eureka. Okay. Uh, so... The slot auction, uh, we encourage people to put their hand up and buy a barrier and then go find a horse and, yep. and enter our slot race. I might buy a barrier and talk to Kevin and Kay. I'll go to Kay. I'll, like, forget about Leap to Fame. I'll have Leap to Fame. <laughs> Let Kev find another horse. <laughs> He's got plenty. Yeah. <laughs> hey, good on you, Adam. Thanks for that, mate. Thanks, we'll see man. you at the sales. Yeah, good on you. Look forward to catching up over the next couple of days, fellas. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Thanks, thanks Bricky. No I think we saved Harness Racing's problems there. And, um, yep. Hopefully, hopefully we can come together as one. We desperately need to. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Nicholas Quinn live from Flemington.